Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juzamma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and in Imitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. So you can see all unbelievers, they, they use the favor of Allah, but never related to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's also kufr, hiding, covering. So you can see any words come from that root, it has the same meaning. Similarly, in, in Persian language, you know, I've written the word kaf, waura, kor. You know what kor Persian means? Blind. Kor means blind. Somebody whose eyesight has been covered. He cannot see. So this word actually in every language has somehow the meaning of covering, hiding, you know, putting things together, you know, in a way that you cannot see them properly. That word karatu. In Persian language, kor means blind. In Arabic language, kara yakuro means either to put the turban properly or it means hide. Kafara also means hide. Actually from same connection is kabara. When you bury someone in the grave, that's also hiding. Kabara yakburu, kabara. And there are actually so many things coming in Arabic language, kaf, bara, kibr, arrogance. It also actually has somehow meaning of the hiding. Because when people are arrogant, they become blind. They can't see. Similarly, numbers, kathora, somebody plenty, because when people have a big number, people become blind, because they think it's a big number. In Arabic language, anything related to this root, very often they have meaning of covering, hiding something. It's really very, very popular in Arabic language. But I make it's not only Arabic language, now in Persian, in English you can see, and many European languages, and also ancient languages, they used to use this word for that purpose. So in Arabic language, it has been used for either I mentioned, you know, to become blind. That's why some people like Ubayy ibn Ka'ab and Qatad, and many people say, Ashams al-Kubrat means, the light of the sun has gone. Some people say like that. Ibn Abbas says, it has become dark. Mujahid says, it mahallat wa dhahabat, meaning it, the sun has become just nothing, no power, nothing is there. Some people say, nukkesat ulqad, sun has been turned around and thrown. Some people, Rabbi Nukhustam also say, sun has been thrown. Shamsa Kuwait means, it means thrown. And some people say, no, it means basically either from the turban. When turban is tied properly, meaning it, sun will be folded, then thrown. So now sun is unfolded, lights are coming, all those things are there. But time will come when the sun will be folded. When something is folded, what it means? Finish. Like, you know, when you spread your bed, then you sleep, when uh, you unfold it. But when you fold it, it, you are not going to use it. The sun is unfolded, it is used. But time will come when the sun will come folded, and that will be thrown. So some people say it means like that. Umar Khattab also explain this word with the Persian language. That you see, in Persian they say core, core means blind. So also the Shams means when the sun will become blind. 
use, use it, you know, lose it, it, it it's a light. So anyway, whatever you uh, translate, uh, you know, the meaning is very clear. When the sun will become blind, when the sun will lose its light, when the light of the sun is gone, when the sun is folded and then thrown, imagine really what will happen. It is such a big thing really. How big sun is compared to the earth? Such a big reality. The one who created, created in a moment. He just said be and sun was there. He is the one who is going to destroy it. He will just say it is destroyed. This is such a big reality around which all the realities are there really. And all the laws of the physics and everything, they are connected with the reality. When sun is gone, does anything matter really? All the things that you have been reading? All the study? You know, imagine really, if the earth loses its gravity, many that we have been reading and we are doing, do they make any sense? They become senseless, no meaning. This biggest reality on the face of, uh, in the universe, which everybody can see, the sun, about the Quran says that the day will come when the sun will be folded and the throne. Or when the sun becomes blind, sun which gives light to every single thing, source of the energy, it will have no energy, no light will be there. Dark, sun will become dark, blind, light will go. Or where will people get light from? Just think really, Quran wants to tell actually is how the new world will be. You never can imagine. It is not just, for example, when people move from India to, to, to this country, they say how different the world is. People remain, you know, there is a cultural shock for the people for a long time. Big difference between people. That's why you can see that I don't advise people, you know, those who have grown up here to marry someone back, you know, in Pakistan, India. Because there's too, too much difference. When the people come from there and they settle here, they can't, they can't, they can't find they can't settle themselves. And there always problem happen, fighting happen, dispute happen, and then the separate divorce happen. This happen. You know, and though actually India and England, they're not so different. There's so much similarities, same human being, and people can still live, and people can come. But what Quran is trying to say, it is a completely unfamiliar world. In this world here, if you go anywhere, a thief comes to you, you know which number to ring, and the police will come, you know. Now those numbers will fail. You can't ring those numbers. You do not know where to go for help. In this world, somebody actually steals something from you, you know where to go. You know to contact police. You know to ask your neighbors. You know to house pass people. But Quran is telling you something where no police can come to help you. No numbers can help you. No father and mother can help you. No children can help you. No friends can help you. People help their children. Nothing will completely unfamiliar world. In this world, if you go for example to Canada, you find number some people who can, and when you arrive there, they can help you. You take the contact details and you arrive there and they help you. There are no contact details for, for this world. This new world is completely unfamiliar for you and for all the people around you. Nobody can help you. Not, nobody can help you. Because it is a, such, such a big change. In this world, wherever you go, go sun is there. I remember actually once there was a uh, you know, big tension between India and Pakistan. And one of the Muslim scholars, he, he, he went to Pakistan, visited his family, the scholar. They once he say, one day, we were on the roof of the house, and sun was there, sun was there uh, moon, moon was there in the night. So he said, my friend from Pakistan, he said, isn't the same moon you can see in India as well? Isn't the same moon? You know, India and Pakistan divided, 
but the moon is not divided. It is the same moon which actually appears in India, same moon in Pakistan. So he asked him, isn't the same moon that you can see in India as well? Yeah. In, in, in our time, anywhere you go, same sun. Anywhere you go, same moon, same stars, same ocean, same sea. Now the Quran is actually striking the first main uh, reality. That main, the main, most important reality of the sun, it will finish. It will not be same. It new world, no sun. Go to India, same sun. Go to America, same sun. Go to any part of the world, same sun. Now Quran is talking about the world, you don't have sun there. Just imagine really what will happen. It is completely unfamiliar world. No familiarity is there. So how any things of here can happen, can, 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 can be useful for you? You know, just imagine, the currencies of this world never can work there. Because you can't buy anything with these, currencies, these things. This money never can buy there. Useless thing. You know, all these papers, they're useless. They only work in this system. The system will completely change. It is not a change is not one or two or three percent. It is not a cultural shock that you know they hear after a cultural shock, you know, new culture. Nothing like that. It is completely new thing. It is something unimaginable. You know, sun world without a sun. Just imagine. You're moving from this world and you have no sun. The Quran is striking the first how the Quran really is. When the Quran wants to tell you what Tamma means and what Sakha. Quran mentioned in the last two surahs, at Kubra and then Asakha. These two words, they are very heavy words, but Quran did not describe them. Now Quran wants to say what Tamma means, really Tamma, big problem, what the bigger problem is? You know, problem where there is no sun, you know, sun is not there, not only actually sun is not there, sun has been destroyed. You know, it could happen, you go somewhere, the sun does not rise, it is so cloudy. Like you can see many parts of the you know, northern country, like even in this country, England, sometimes sun is not there, you can't see sun, but you know sun is still there. Imagine a world where you know the sun has been destroyed, finished, it has been thrown like that in pieces, nothing is there, sun is gone, no more, it is history, there is no more sun, you cannot expect any time, that the Quran is trying to say, it is really new world is happening. When the sun is folded, when the sun becomes blind, when the light of the sun has gone completely, and when? The stars have lost their light. What actually happening is, because when you say, you know, the sun is no more there, the people think maybe sun has set for a longer period. In this world, sun only sets for 12 hours, then it comes back. But you know, sign of the sun setting, you know what, what the sign is? When the sun sets, the sign is, the stars appear. They get the light. You never can be in this misunderstanding that, you know, the sun has disappeared. Quran said, no, kadarat. Sun will disappear and the moon stars will have no light. They lose their light. It is not this small thing of sun setting. So sun is setting and now stars are there. They lighting. No, it, sun has gone forever. It is not for you know tw for twelve hours or thirteen or fourteen hours. Not like that. Forever, the stars will lose their light. The Quran says, don't think that sun just disappear for temporarily. No, sun has gone forever. No, no return for sun. When the sun has gone, when the sun has been destroyed, when the sun has been thrown, when the sun has been folded, no more the kingdom of uh, in the sun, like you know somebody is king, and when his kingdom is folded, finish. The kingdom of the sun is folded. In this world, every time we think is under the kingdom of the sun, but time will come when this kingdom is no more there, sun is no more there. 
such a powerful reality, nothing is there. It is completely unfamiliar world. You know, in this world, you, not, you just take the things granted. You know, I give this example. If you ask a child, you know, a small child, can you make a cup of tea for me? They say, yeah, we can make it. It's so easy. And they really make very quickly. But can you imagine to make a cup of tea when the sun is gone? In the hereafter? When this happens, can still your child can say it is easy? You only make the cup of tea because sun is there. The cup of tea cannot be made on the, unless the sun is there. Unless the moon is there. Unless the earth is there. Unless the water is there. You don't create them. You say it is so easy. Within five minutes a child can make a cup of tea. Now the Quran is talking about, the, about a new world where you cannot make tea. Where you can ask your children, go and make tea, they can't make tea. Impossible. The reason you were making it is because he made a system. So everything becomes easier for you. But it's not so easy. Now, you know, now for example here, you say that you, know, you go on shopping. You can send any child go on for shopping, do buy, buy a thing. They can go shopping. But imagine if there is nothing in the shops, they would change it. Like you know, I remember I worked in 1992 when the Russia actually became all this. I went to some of these countries. You go to the market, there is no bread. Nothing is there really. All the shops are empty. Nothing is there. Can you send somebody to buy something? Finish that time. You know, in this world, when you say it is so easy, go buy something because there is a system already existing. When the system is gone, it is not easy. So when you say, I can make a cup of tea because you, there is sun. But once sun is gone, you can't make tea. You can't make bread. You can't get food. You can't get anywhere. You can't, you cannot say now go to have whole the earth belongs to me. The earth will become useless to you. You can't grow anything. Sun is gone. The whole thing is gone. All your sciences are gone. All your philosophy is gone. What you have been learning, all people, humanity has been spending so much time. Everything is gone. Your mind never can work. This is such an unfamiliar world going to happen. So that the Quran is saying, when the sun is folded, and when the stars, they become, they lose light. In Kedar, in Kedar, Arabic language basically means when something pours down, like water, like that. Burning it, all the stars, they are scattered, and they lose their light, and they are falling everywhere. Falling everywhere. They are connected. Somehow Allah is keeping them where they are. The time will come when the stars will scatter without any light. Nothing is there. It is not temporary. Finish. The whole universe is finished. It is not that you don't see the star for a while. The stars are scattered. They are gone. They have lost their light. You know, the people have been saying, like in the people of Tafsir, Qatada said, meaning it, all the stars, they fall down like the leaves. Least that when autumn is there, how the leaves fall down, that is the word he is using for the stars. The stars will fall down as the leaves of the tree, they fall down in the autumn, like we can see in our time, in now, nowadays. The same will happen to the stars. Ibn Zayd, another Mufassir, he said, Romiya biha al ard. You know, the stars, they will be taken and thrown from the star sky to the earth, finish. Ibn Abbas said, Tagajarat, all the stars, they will change, they will not more, more so, same stars, finish no more light they're gone so it is such a powerful thing the Quran is saying starting with the most powerful thing then next to it is the same sky which people can see all the stars including the moon finish then you know Quran is talking about the you know within the limited 
in the space of human knowledge. Otherwise, the whole universe, how change will happen, we cannot imagine. But Quran only mentions the things which you can see, the powerful things around us, starting with the sun, and then the stars, and then your eye comes down. Because you start the first thing is when you leave your house in the sun with the big reality. Quran is striking that reality. And then the stars, and then Quran is coming, you make your eye to fall down. When your eye falls down from the sky, where you go falls? On the mountains, big mountains. They are such big realities, you cannot change them. You cannot change Himalaya. You cannot change these realities. They are there. They make your natural world. You have to, you have to make your plan according to those nature. You cannot change them. They're so powerful, so strong, they keep your, your earth like that to stop it from moving. You know, then mountains, Quran is saying, Waidal. Waidal Jibaru Suyarat. And when the mountains will be made to move, they're walking. Sara Yasura means moving. You know, the, imagine the, when the mountains are moving, what will happen? When the mountains start moving, they start walking. Quran says, Yawma Tamuru Samao Maura. The day when the sky will move, the day when the mountains will walk. Quran said in one of the verses that is, you know, the, the, the mountains will become pieces. They will become like scattered dust. You see dust? You know, these mountains will become like dust. Like you have so many dust, where car comes and buses come, so they, they raise so much dust, dust, they become like dust. You know, it is really you know, frightening to happen. Finish. The Quran has mentioned this thing about, about the mountains in many, many verses. Quran, some, in some verses, the Quran says they become like cloud. You know, the, 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 the mountains become like cloud, flying everywhere, like dust. Basically, they're flying. They're no more there. You know, they're so solid now, everybody can see. But the time will come when finish. They're no more solid. Because, you know, all the, Allah SWT made the gravity, so it is keeping them. When it is gone, they are flying. Nothing can become them together. Something keeping, keeping them together. How they are attached to each other, gone, finish. So, Quran says, When the mountains, you know, they moved, they are made to move. And then, you know, next one, because these three things, sun, moon, and mountains, First Quran, basically in these verses, the 12 things have been mentioned. 12 things have been mentioned in these verses which will happen in that time. Six things are happening before the day of resurrection and things, six things are happening after the day of resurrection. And among the first six things which are happening before the day of resurrection, when the world is restored, three things belong to the, something higher than you and three things belong around you, just next to you. So first three things which are higher, they are sun, stars and mountains. And then the Quran is coming to things which are around you, which actually next to you. Ishar in Arabic language is a plural of a jamaaf, Oshara. Oshara means a camel, she camel, which is pregnant. And ten months have passed upon that, to very near to, to give birth. She camels, which are pregnant for 10 months, and they are very close that you know, they are going to give birth. So, Arabs used to have you know, words for everything, anyway, and the camels, for every stage they have words. So, these camels in Arabic language called Aishar, because Asharatun means 10. So, 10 months have passed upon them, because when the she camel is about to give the birth, 
you know, imagine really the whole family, they're so concerned. Because that is a big moment for them. Nobody can leave the camel alone. Because they have to look after it until it gives birth. Because, you know, they have to take care of that. That moment, nobody leaves the she-camel abandoned. It will be all the attendant. It will never be untended. All the time, somebody will be there from the house to look after that. Imagine a time, and that actually most precious wealth for our people at that time. You know, in our time, there are so many things because we don't have the camel, but we have other things. But for the Arabs, it is one thing the Quran just mentioned because the Quran has been revealed to Arab people. So, you know, it was useless to tell about them, to them about, you know, about the cars, about those things which we own now. But the Quran is telling the things which they used to own and which was very, very precious for them. So, you know, Quran basically says, Quran is first is the most powerful reality and then, you know, Nujum shining and then Quran mentioned about the strongest thing, the mountains and now the Quran is mentioning the things which are most beloved to the people, what they love. The Quran wants to say clearly that when that time will come, even the things that you love, you leave them. You, they will be untended, they will be abundant, no more love for them. You know, in this world, people can say to some, they fall in the love of someone and they say, okay, they can say, I can sacrifice my life to you, though it's never true, but you know, people use those sentences. But the reality is that the Quran is actually trying to say, nothing will happen. Really. All the beloved things will left you know, untended, abundant, nobody uh, taking care of them. So, the Quran mentioned this in another uh, surah, in Surah Al-Hajj, when the Quran says, Ya ayyuhan nasu attaqoo rabbakum, O people, fear your Lord. Inna zalzalata sa'ate shay'un azim. When the shakening of the day hereafter will come, when this thing happens, sun and moon all destroyed, it is not easy. Quran says, shay'un azim, it is a big thing, big event in the whole history of the universe. It is a big, big thing. No doubt they were, they were universe without sun and moon. Then Allah made it. But then the thing really, they are going to be destroyed. La shayun azim. It is a big thing. Yawma tarawnaha tadhalu kullu murdi'atin amma arda'at. When you see that reality, when that destruction will happen, you know what is going to happen? Quran says, kullu tadhalu kullu murdi'atin amma arda'at. Every female which is giving the milk to its babies, they will forget their babies, their child. Quran does not say only about women, about all the female. In Arabic language, the word is, if you see a murdi'aun without ta, it means women. You know, women who are nursing their child. When you say murdi'atun with ta, it means every single female. Women, you know, camels, she camels, in every single female you can imagine, they will abandon their child. The children need it because at that time, actually, all the mothers, they are so much, they can't sleep without the babies. They can't leave them alone. They can't abandon them. Their hearts there because they need their milk. They depend on them. Quran said the time will come. Every single female which is taking care of her baby, they will leave it. Abandon it. And every single pregnant any living thing, not only women, every single thing that get, get, becomes pregnant, Quran says, they will deliver their child before the birth, before the time. So much fear. Out of the fear, and you know, it will new world finish. They can't keep the child, the child in, in, in the wombs. Babies finish. And you will see the people, the drunk. All the people you see, the drunk. But they are not drunk. They didn't, didn't drink anything. But they drank. Why? 
ولكن عذاب الله شد بكاد بنشمت افلا از فيري سيفير ات بنشمت فاملا سو تعالى بيبل ويل رننج لايك درنك بيبل دي دونت نو وير تو جو لكن ان ذس تايم يو نو اف يو هاف تو جو ثرو ذا اكزيت اندورس اند ستارت جوينج سام وير ايلس بيبل ثينك يو ار مايد يو ار درنك سمثينغ لايك ذات اف بيبل دونت ووك بروبرلي ذير ستيب دونت فول بروبرلي اندر بيبل سيت ات درنك بيبل يو نو ذات اكلي بيبل دونت نو ذا دايركشن they will come people don't know where to go they don't know how to walk they don't know how to behave they don't know who to approach they don't know anything whatever na sukara you see the people are drunk wa ma hum bisukara they are not drunk walakin adab allah shadid but the punishment of allah is very very severe their quran was to say that why the ishar uttalat when those we she camels which are pregnant for 10 months but still they have been abandoned by the family by the people they don't take care of nobody think about the she camel nothing why is it like that why people are not think about the wealth wealth about the property about the values in this world you can see that people who are killed to protect the lands for their cars for the properties allah is saying about a world when people will abandon them because all the values gone finish all the values that you see they are relative every single thing this world has got a relative value not the real value understand this properly everything has a value but in relation to something imagine for example in this country like in cambridge houses so expensive it is a relative if imagine there is no university of cambridge here will still have the same price imagine if somehow something happen here and there no order and the life is not you know peaceful and there nothing actually to eat and drink are you going to still think that the house have same value no every single thing has a value in relation to something that that will change all the values will change all the price will change because there no relation no thing it's all relative the quran the wa'dal ashar uttalat you know when they will be abandoned people have not not, not thinking about those camels وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ When those she camels which are pregnant for 10 months Quran says عُطِّلَتْ They are abandoned, they are untended Another verse Quran says يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ The day when the mal, property and wealth and children they can't benefit you Why? Because their benefit is connected with this world now in that what the values will change you know it will change it all relative in this world you depend on your children not there in this world you depend on your money and property and wealth not there yawma la yanfa'u malun wa la banun the day when mal and banun children and property they cannot benefit you so you know really it is amazing thing that how things are going you know to happen and that why for the people of tafsir are saying that like arabi ibn khusaim said خلا منها أهلها لم تحلب ولم تصرى. you know the camels will be abandoned by the family people. they are not going to take care of that. some people say هذه الحوامل التي يتنافس أهلها فيها أهملت فتركت من شدة الهول النازل بهم فكيف بغيرها. these pregnant she camels were everyone in the family. their race that how to take care of them, how to look after them. even those she camels which everybody want to take care of them they be abandoned think about other things which nobody want to take care so you know it is really completely new reality of the world 
So that the Quran is saying, وَإِذَلْ عِشَارُ عُتْلَتْ When the she-kaimers, they're abundant. They're untended. Nobody's there to look after them. وَإِذَلْ وُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ وُحُوشِ جَمْعَفْ وَحْشِ Plural of وَحْش What وَحْش means? وَحْش is the opposite of ins. Ins means in those who come nearer to each other, close to each other. That ins means like you are a human being. Human being basically like, you know, some people in, you know, in sociology they define the human being as social animal because people want to be together. And animals, wash means those who run away from each other. Animals don't want to be to each other. So lions don't live with the goats and wolves don't, don't live you know, with other animals. All these animals, they're running away from each other. They don't live together. You can't see you know, deers and lions in the same place. You can't see the wolves and, and the goats in the same place. They're running away. That wash means. Wash means animals which are running from each other. They don't want to be together. That wash means. Quran says the day will come when all these beasts, all these animals which are running in this world from each other, they will come together. They will get together. What makes them get together? Sometimes even the forest, in the jungle, with the big fear, sometimes you can see the lions and the wolves and the goats and sheep, they are together. Because the big fear makes them to go together. Quran wants to say, a fear will come, a frightening day will come. When you can see all those animals which will run away from each other, it will, the day will make them close. They will be next to each other, don't know what to do. They just want to be, to be together because that togetherness makes them a little bit happier. Not going to solve any problem, but make like that. Just think really. There's no reality like that. In this world, you never can experience something like that. You know, that fright, fright, fear thing. You know, whatever we can see really in this world, every problem you can see, very temporary, very small, limited with space and time. Not forever, not everywhere. But the problem that Quran is talking, it is really a problem everywhere and really, you know, and nobody can escape from that problem. So Quran is saying, why the when these you know, animals, they are put together. And another verse of Quran says, what Tayra, you know, the you know, Quran has said you know, in many ways that how Quran has used the word Hashara in the meaning of putting this together. So the ulama said the best translation for this will be that the beast will be get together. They will be made to be together. Though some people say Hashara also means they will be die. Whether Hashara, when these animals, they will die. Nothing. Because they know it's finished. Because they were created for a purpose. The purpose is gone. And now no more. They are going to be in use. And some people say it actually means they are raised, resurrected you know, there. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what will he do? He will make these animals, if there any injustice happen among the animals, to make justice. So for example, if any goat with the horn, it has actually beat or hit another goat which has no horn, in that day, there will be revenge. You know, and after that, everybody happy, and then these all animals they will be destroyed. So Hashirat can refer to that, but actually more likely, more you know, uh, most people think really the meaning of this verse is that the, it will be so frightening that all these animals, wahush, which are running from each other, they will be made to be together. So you know, all the fear of each other is gone because there is something more frightening. Actually, in this world, you can see very often you can see two communities they cannot live together, but sometimes bigger problem comes and they help each other. In, for example, in India, if you go, in some places there is a right between Hindus and Muslims. But imagine if a flood comes in that village. 
or any earthquake, then all those people, they forget their enmity and they somehow they want to be together to help each other. Because now the bigger problem which makes them to forget all those things. Now these animals, though they, they are born to be enemy, they are by nature enemy of each other. But the, such a big problem is going to happen, they will be made to be together. That Qunamah to say, this is such a frightening day. It will make all the enmities, all the fears to go away. It is a fear more than any other fear. There is no fear bigger than this fear. Is it time for the break? Okay. So whether when the, these animals, they will made to be together. I think I should turn it because next one make more explanation. Yeah, if you have any question, please ask. What a question! What, what, what happened there about the camels? In, in the first six verses you mentioned, yeah. at least five verses. Yeah. Uh, when Allah describes what happens to those things uh, towards the last days, is the exact opposite of the nature of those things. Yeah. So a shams is supposed to be bright and, and, and expansive, yeah, yeah. but it wraps up and becomes dark. Uh, and the stars are supposed to be hanging in the sky. Yeah. In the exact opposite, they drop. Yeah. But they, 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 uh, they are loved by Arab people. If you look at that poet, you know, they cannot leave them abandoned like that. Eh? You know, basically the Quran wants to say, you know, Quran actually t- t- uh, talking about the realities eh, which are more powerful, most powerful, most shining and strong and all this. Eh? Then Quran is coming to those things which are loved by the people. So among the properties, when the she camels, they reach that, you know, when they are pregnant and the pregnancy is for 10 months. And now very soon they are going to have birth. 
people love and I can not only that Arab said that it's enough as well what fear everybody in the family the race they compete that they should be near to to, to the she came that time everybody want to be there so if they abandon that she came that basically means then other property and other beloved thing be abandoned anyway so it's not that they, they never abandoned when people have because they are most precious thing for our people you know especially in the desert and all they have nothing else other than these camels they camels they are their food they are their money their property everything so it uh, to make to live to let the abandon it really only can happen when the people have the got you know a biggest problem can imagine. otherwise when people is more problem they move with the camels they would not like to abandon them they will make arrangement to, to take them with themselves by a time when they abandon them not easy You know, Quran is not talking about, about those. Quran is talking about uh, uh, what Arab people actually have to take care of that. Aishara means uh, those, you know, Quran is talking about their property, what they are having. To Arab people, that's what they call Aishar. Uh, you know, those camels which are looking after that, you know, their house, their property, basically. Quran says, when your property, Quran here is talking about the, their beloved Mahbub. The Quran mentions the things which are strong, things which are very firm and very powerful. And then Quran mentions the things which are most beloved to the people among their property. So, you know, the meaning is that every single thing will be changed. Uh, the other thing is also the order of the verses. You mentioned, in a sense, the first three verses are things that are above you, and the second three verses are things that are around you. Mm-hmm. But actually, another way of looking at it is the, the one, two, three, and six is things which are the physical nature, the seas, the mountains, the stars, whereas four and five is animals, not really, in a sense, the uh, You know, people have been categorizing all these things in different ways. To one of the things that you know, somebody, Mola Faraya, made, made you know effort to categorize them. That how you know, the twelve things have been mentioned. Six are before resurrection. Six are after the resurrection. Among the six which are before the resurrection, three are high and three are lower. It's a safil. And actually it is very natural because the way basically is that when you come out from your house, you know, first thing you see the you know, sun. So now the Quran, once your sun, then you know, next to sun is the you know, stars, it should be mentioned. Then you lower down, your eye falls on the mountains. Then after that, Quran will mention other things which are lower down. The, like Quran says in one of the surah, Meaning Arab Badur, when he comes out from his house, his eyes fall upon the camel. Don't they look at the camel? And then after that he lifts his eye to you know skies, and then from the sky again falls down on the mountains, and from the mountains come to the earth. So basically, you know, rising and then falling. So similarly, in, in these verses, you can see, you know, starting from the most powerful thing people can imagine. And then, now the Quran also wants to meet the other realities around the sun. And then, falling down to the mountain, and then falling down to the, uh, uh, to, to the earth. So this is one of the categories. But, you know, people can look uh, more than one connection here, because you can categorize them in different ways. But the important thing basically is, these things which are mentioned, they are most striking things. And they are the thing, really, which make this universe as it is. So once they are changed, then it is no more same thing. Then basically laws are changed, then familiar world is gone. They say this is what makes the world familiar to us. 
when you go anywhere, you find these things. So the familiar world will finish. That was Quran to make clear. No more familiar to you. Reference for what? Maybe I misunderstood. There's a verse that you quoted, and the, the, there'll be a day when females will abandon those of their suffering. Oh, yeah, that is Surah Al Hajj. Surah Al Hajj, uh, the verse in the beginning. That's where it starts. The beginning of the Surah Al Hajj, you can write. You can check. Surah Al Hajj. Yeah, there is actually hadith of the Prophet that there is no judgment and no reward and punishment big for the animals except a small thing. So like you know, if a, you know, an animal has struck the other animal or pushed it, so something like that raised and that small thing will happen and then after that they will be asked to become dust. And when unbelievers will see the how easy the punishment is, little thing, so they will also say, Ya laytani kuntu turaba, I wish I also would have been dust. There are some people say that you know, not all the animals will be destroyed. Some animals may be kept in a higher way to serve or to add some beauty for the gardens of the believers, something like that. Or maybe Allah can create a you know, new thing for them. So anyway, this thing is only for those animals where there something happened, wrongdoing. But this is a very minor thing, to little thing and then they become like dust. That hadith of the Prophet we hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv that's d-e-e-p-d-e-e-n.tv don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support please click on the donate button and give whatever you can our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves